the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Seth Liebson, normally heard at this time, well, he's away today. He shall return. It is the recovering congressman, J.D. Hayworth, behind the mic here at AM 960. The Patriot, honored to be here and uh, heard from Seth, sent me a little email. He's a little under the weather, so we hope he's getting his rest, drinking lots of fluids, doing all the things you do if you've caught the common cold or some other malady that can be uh, hazardous to your broadcast pipes. And so that's what's going on with Brother Seth today. So it's you and me for the next three hours. Let me tell you what's happening. Oh, by the way, speaking of colds, if you thought it was going to be a cold day in the Valley of the Sun until I got back on, well, it proves true. little chilly out there today, huh? You know, that was one thing when I was on Newsmax TV and headquartered in South Florida. And we, we kept our home here, but I was working in Florida, and I got to tell you truthfully, there's something about 80 degrees in December that, uh, well, I kind of like. But I am happy to be back here at home with you today, 602-508-0960, the number to call here on AM 960, The Patriot KKNT. Let me just lay it out for you. Hour three... Politics in the courts in Arizona, the lawsuit that Kerry Lake has filed, all the other legal maneuverings, that is in our third hour from five to six. Hour number two, the Arizonan who would be speaker, Congressman Andy Biggs. It's a big job. Trying to get there is a major undertaking Can he do it? We shall talk about that in Hour 3. But right now, we lead off with a discussion of our senior senator, now allegedly an independent, but still working hand over fist for an open border for amnesty for illegal aliens. And and the thing about, and you and I have gotten together before, the thing that I enjoy Uh, On this side of my biography now, having been there, done that in Washington, the the 12-year detour from broadcasting to elective service in the United States House of Representatives gives me some insights. And this might sound a little crazy, but when thinking about our senior senator, does the name Bob Smith mean anything to you? Hang on. Bob Smith. Now, Jefferson Smith, he wasn't, but be fair, only one man was. That man was an actor, the impressive Jimmy Stewart, who portrayed Jefferson Smith in Frank Capra's classic 1939 film, uh, uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. 
That film, honored by the Library of Congress a half century later in, and, and, and pardon me, in 1989, as one of the first 25 motion pictures selected for our National Film Registry. But as it turned out, a year after the fictional Senator Jeff Smith was celebrated by the Congressional Library, the real-life Bob Smith was elected by the people of New Hampshire to the United States Senate. In 1996, Bob narrowly won re-election, and like so many of his Senate brethren, well, he decided to set his sights higher. That's when any resemblance of good guy Bob Smith to noble actor fiction work Senator Jeff Smith became purely coincidental. In early 1999, Bob Smith announced he was running for president. Unfortunately, the reaction of Republican voters was as cold and bitter as a New Hampshire winter. So that July... Bob announced he was leaving the GOP to join the Taxpayers' Party. Sadly for Senator Smith, the taxpayers were also unwilling to donate money or time to his presidential campaign. So one month later, he left the Taxpayers' Party, declaring himself an independent. By early November of that year, though, Smith had returned to the Republican Party. He was prompted to do so by the passing of his Senate Republican colleague, John Chafee of Rhode Island. Chafee's death had created a vacancy atop the Committee on Environment and Public Works. Sure enough, the forgiving GOP Senate leadership rewarded Smith with the committee chairmanship. But it wasn't enough to rescue Bob from Republicans in his own state. In 2002, he lost the New Hampshire Republican Senate primary to Congressman John Sununu, who went on to serve a term in the Senate. Now, Bob Smith's profile in convenience came to mind upon learning that Kirsten Cinema was going to bolt the Democrat Party. Certainly, there was Hollywood-style hyperventilation on the part of some of the Washington press corps, and cinema herself employed her own flair for the cinematic, treating the media opportunities for heralding her Democrat defection like opening night for a major motion picture. Well, at least in her own mind. After all. A My Turn column in the Arizona Republic and an exclusive interview with Jake Tapper on ratings challenge CNN doesn't exactly prompt a major tremor in Tinseltown, but an aspiring actress has to take advantage of any opportunities that come her way. And, of course, Washington is different from Hollywood. The late Senator John McCain, my friend, and... 2010 opponent for the Republican nomination here in Arizona, who before that made a cameo appearance in the forgettable motion picture comedy Wedding Crashers, once offered an unforgettable observation about Washington, D.C. and the people who work there. It's Hollywood for the cosmetically challenged, John called it. Now, listeners, you, you can make your own assessments of 
Senator Sinema's wardrobe selections and sense of deportment in the Senate, but when it comes to remaining there, it is clear that her newly announced independent status is an effort to put the best face on things politically. Unlike Senators Smith and McCain, Senator Sinema harbors no White House ambitions, at least uh, not yet. No, no, she possesses a genuine interest in remaining part of the world's most exclusive club. Her dramatic departure from the Democratic Party is political performance art, most accurately described as a detour around Arizona Democrats. As an independent, Kirsten avoids a potentially bruising primary in 2024 and can concentrate on garnering petition signatures for placement on the general election ballot, not to mention chasing all those mighty big campaign checks where she already has a bunch in her great big campaign war chest. The giveaway, the tip-off, if you will, on all of this came with Senator Sinema's request of Democrat leader Chuck Schumer to keep her committee assignments on the Democrat side. Now, while much has been made of reports that she will not caucus with the Democrats nor conference with the GOP, that she's even unsure of where her desk will be located on the Senate floor, Sinema has clearly signaled her role as a stealth Democrat by entrusting her committee seats to old Chuck Schumer. And as the headlines reveal, she's working feverishly on Democrat-friendly legislation to grant amnesty to illegal aliens. And that could very well get done before the Christmas recess. Politically, the prospect of a three-way race for the Senate seat here in Arizona is intriguing. But hey, the 2024 campaign is still a long way off. So for now... Get your popcorn ready, and after this radio program, of course, watch Jimmy Stewart and, and Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Or, given the fact that Christmas is right around the corner, watch Jimmy and another Capra flick. It's a wonderful life. It is wonderful. It's J.D. for Seth. We're just getting started. Your calls, what do you think about Senator Cinema? Truly an independent or a stealth Democrat, 602-508-0960, J.D. for Seth, on AM 960, The Patriot. We're looking to hear from you. Give me a call. Well, my goodness. 21 minutes past three, J.D. for Seth on this uh, Thursday afternoon. Seth's trying to get over a little little unpleasantness, that cold weather, cold in his head, some sort of thing messing with his pipes, which that, that means radio, that means voice and radio talk. And your voice is about to be heard at 602-508-0960. My question simply this. I believe that Kirsten Cinema's departure from the Democrat Party is more showbiz than substance. What do you think? We begin on line two from Scottsdale. It's Mark. Mark, welcome to the Patriot. It's all show and no go. Here's the deal. She looked at Mark Kelly and the fact of how successfully he could once again campaign from the basement 
not really come out and say anything other than I'm an independent and appeal, therefore, to independent voters in Arizona, which I don't know if there really are any that much. But bottom line is, you're right, she could avoid a bruising primary, avoid criticism, and mostly go to school on Mark Kelly and know that saying you're an independent is popular in Arizona. But when you look at her position on issues, no change. (laughs) Mark, we appreciate your perceptive thoughts. Just to uh, add a bit of uh, quantification to your uh, supposition about independence in Arizona, we know that based on figures released from the Maricopa County Recorder's Office, now, now this was not vote tabulations, just who's registered what, that independence in independent slash other, that now eclipses registered Republicans in Maricopa County, not throughout the state, but in Maricopa County. So consultants always tell, tell candidates for office, especially uh, real guts-up conservative men, hey, you got to be gentle for these suburban housewives. You, they don't like to hear this stuff. Never mind the fact that the left will call you all sorts of names when you say something back to them. Well, some of us <clears throat> are called bullies from time to time. But, Mark, I appreciate your assessment. All show and no dough, says Mark. To Phoenix, line one, Alexandra has some thoughts to share. Hi, Alexandra. Hi, J.D. Thanks for taking my call, sir. I appreciate that very much. You Thank bet. You. you bet. Thank you for giving me a voice. Um, I want to say that uh, I, I honestly, there was moments when I thought Kristen Cinema would, you know, do something that was noble in her life. But she's proved actions speak louder than words. Uh, at the end of the day, she's still a Democrat at heart. And quite honestly, I don't trust the fact that uh, with independence, mm, I'm not, uh, as Mark said, all show, you know, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't trust. There's something about just going all of a sudden and saying I'm an independent. It takes more than just, you know, moving to the middle, to the, to the actual center than, uh, you know, being with no opinion, than, you know, throwing away. It's not, she's all for open borders. Everything she stands for is Democrat. She, you know, it's like, who are you trying to kid? You know, who are you trying to fool? Uh, I don't trust that. I, you know, I can trust uh, that Donald Trump went from a Democrat to a Republican because his ethics, his, his morality, everything over life, he, he's matured, he's changed as a person. He's decided, you know, he made that decision because there are things in his life that came and he had a realization, this is the path I want to choose in life. You don't just say, wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I think I'm going to be a butterfly today. You know, it just <laughs> well, not- now wait a minute, Alexandra, that may be true in zoology, but not in human biology anymore. If you've been hearing the headlines, exactly. I, I appreciate exactly what you have to say, Alexandra. I want to thank you for checking in. Now listening to streaming audio, 960thepatriot.com from Minnesota on line four. Hello, Joe. Hey, J.D., you're a voice from the past. I used to drive you for years. Oh, Joe, well, yeah, well, I see. It's our association from Minnesota. You bet. The one-time candidate 
for the state Senate, the guts-up, right-to-life <laughs> candidate, the long, tall, handsome guy who was squiring Taylor Swift around uh, in, in their big limo before she announced that she was a total leftist. Yeah, I know you, Joe. <laughs> sure I do, pal. It's great to hear from you. So, actually, Joe's not listening to streaming audio. He's here with us, very much here with us in the Valley. You're no stranger to politics, Joe. What do you think's going on with Kirsten Cinema? Well, I'll tell you in a minute. Actually, I am in St. Paul. I'm oh, you are? to you through my phone. Because I don't ever miss Seth, and I'm glad to hear your voice well, on there. Well, thank you, Joe. Uh, I, I just assumed. Refreshing. Well, it's great to have you calling in on streaming audio. So you're up there in the clear yep. cold. You've been chowing down on. five years ago. <laughs> you've been chowing down on Wall-Eyed Pike. So uh, you can give us the assessment with all the vitamin Kirsten E. And, cinema yeah. is, is uh, lusting after all those rhinos in Maricopa County. Any independence, she's no more a conservative or a Republican than the man in the moon. All you got to do is look at that amnesty bill her and that phony Tillis tried to ram down our throats. Well, hey, and don't. It looks like for the moment it's uh, gone, but who knows? I, I got to tell you, I would not be certain of that, Joe. And I exactly. am, I'm going to point out why in mere moments. Now, are you headquartered back there? In in the land of ten thousand lakes, yeah. or yeah, I'm eighty one. I'm retired. I came back to be with the grandkids. That's good. We miss you down here, pal. I was talking to Mary about you the other day, and I'm glad to have this on air reunion. It's great to hear from you, brother, and I hope we'll have a chance to. Uh, or have our paths cross again, or if I'm behind this mic again, or some other broadcast address that you'll also check Last in. Last time I saw you, you were heading to Miami to be on Newsmax about uh, seven, eight years ago. That's right, when I took the gig in uh, in uh, 2014 and spent three great years down there and uh, got to anchor election coverage. This is the one little thing, Joe. This and I guess this and eight bucks will give me a cup of coffee at one of those trendy <laughs> coffee shops. But I am in American broadcasting, the only former constitutional officer to anchor election night coverage on national television, which I did for Newsmax that epic year of 2016. So that was a great well, I experience. I wish I'd heard that. Yeah. So see what well, you know. Go ahead, sir. I hope you let the Maricopa County Republican establishment have it for what they did to Carrie Lake. I'm just sick to heart that she got beat, or maybe she didn't, but uh, she's not in office in any case. Well, let's let's wait and see. We're going to get into that in our final hour, Joe. For now, let me Fantastic. say Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for checking in, and God bless you, Joe. Merry Christmas to you, and God bless you also. Thank you, and brother. Your I'll tell you what, Joe... Feeling great at 88, I'll take a page out of his book. One of the old Washington hands has texted me saying, Cinema is slick. Okay, when we come back, we'll see how slick her performance was with old Jake Tapper. You'll be the judge of that. Plus, the Democrat frontrunner just itching to get the nomination and all the unfortunately uncomplimentary things he has to say about his one-time Democrat colleague. When Democrats attack each other, even when one claims she's no longer a Democrat, that's straight ahead, plus more your calls. It's J.D. for Seth.
34 minutes past three, Mountain Standard Time, Man Mountain Recovering Congressman Big Bellied Two-Fisted J.D. Hayworth in behind the mic today for our old pal Seth Liebson. Number to call 602-508-0960 here at AM 960 The Patriot. Next hour, the Arizonan who would be speaker. Andy Biggs wants the big job, and it'll take a mighty big effort to get that done. I'll explain why, as a veteran of uh, running for Republican leadership there on the Hill and all that that entails. And our three, Carrie Lake, going to court, the lawsuit, and all the attendant uh, naysayers, hoo-ha, Uh, All that's going on on that front as Arizona once again is at the epicenter of American politics. Now, I told you before the break that we would hear from our senior senator. And here she was. It's kind of interesting. This happened, what, last Friday, correct? If memory serves. And uh, I was getting up to do a, a, a national program and, uh, and boom, suddenly the story is there and it's rolled out with the cooperation of the Arizona Repugnant and that column she wrote. And, and of course, CNN, which, as, as I mentioned, is ratings challenged. Now, th- th- their new boss man over there is a guy who, if memory serves, was my producer when I'd fill in for Joe Scarborough back on MSNBC a long time ago before MSNBC stood for Make Up Stuff and Never Believe Conservatives. Anyway, we we hear that they're gonna they're gonna do straight news. <laughs> okay, straight news like the 1960s. Let, let's just face it: since the dawn of television, the the news organizations for the respective alphabet networks leaned left, and they still lean left, and Ed, you just have to acknowledge it. But uh, I want you to lean in closer. And listen now to Kirsten Cinema doing her cinematic appeal for why she needed to follow an independent path. This is cut one. What's important to me is to not be to not be tethered by the partisanship that dominates politics today. And I think Americans are tired of it. I think Arizonans are tired of it. What I'm interested in is working on all those issues that you just mentioned that I care deeply about and that I believe my constituents care deeply about. But I want to work on them in a way that is productive, that is free from the trappings of the pull of the political system. Did you hear that kind of breathy little discussion? Look, Kirsten's a nice lady. She'll come over to say hello. Her countenance usually smiling. But now she's learned the importance of breathiness, how, how important it is to follow that, that independent path because people are tired of the partisanship. They just, they, they really are tired. And I got to give Kirsten some credit. I mean, I can see through this hoo-ha, but I, I've been around the block a few times. She's a lot better at it than the plastic man I don't want to call him a guy on the right, 
This would be Willard Mitt Romney, now of Utah. And uh, for folks here in Arizona, we'll just refer to old Mitt as the Frosted Flake. In fact, I wrote a piece for American Greatness years ago. Well, however many years ago when Mitt won that seat in the Senate from Utah. And I told you, old Mitt was going to be the Frosted Flake. He was going to pick up where Jeff Flake left off. And uh, sure enough, that's what old Willard Mitt Romney did. But I remember the day. And my friends who are LDS, this is not a crack at, uh, at uh, theology. This is a historical reference. You remember, I believe at the time, Spencer W. Kimball was the, was the prophet among the twelve. And there was a revelation given about, uh, about uh, racial makeup of who could, who could belong to the church. And the doors were open to African Americans. Mitt Romney was on with Tim Russert. And he said, oh, I cried. I cried with joy. I was in graduate school at Harvard. Hey, Mitt, stow it in the kit, pal. You and I know that you're incapable of true feeling. You are a plastic man. You, sir, are a dud and a fraud. And I hope Utah voters act accordingly when you next stand at the bar of public opinion. There, I feel much better. When we come back... The Democrat, who's probably the front runner to uh, try to unseat Kirsten Cinema, but in a general election, it's JD for Seth on AM nine sixty The Patriot. Don't you dare go away. Sixteen minutes before four, Mountain Standard Time, recovering Congressman J.D. Hayworth in for Seth Liebson. And I hear that tune bringing us back. Andrew Gold, lonely boy. I'm not a lonely boy. I'm not a lonely man. But I'm always happy to hear from you. 602-508-0960. The topic, Kirsten Cinema. Is she or isn't she truly an independent? Is this to avoid a bruising primary? Because the one guy who's been out there uh, acting like he was ready to take her on is Congressman Ruben Gallego. Now, as soon as Kirsten does her, did her independence kind of uh, swirl, MSNBC, which of course stands for Makeup Stuff and Never Believe Conservatives, goes out and gets Ruben Gallego, the Chris Hayes uh, kid. Oh, uh, well. The guy's a kid to me because I'm an old dude. Chris Hayes has Congressman Gallego on and says, so are you getting ready to run for the Senate? And here it's interesting to listen to Ruben Gallego. Cut to. Well, right now, uh, what I'm choosing to do is to put the team together so I can make the decision. Uh, I've been putting together a great team, I think, that will help me get in the right direction. I am a Marine first, uh, Congressman second, and Marines we prepare, uh, and that's what I'm doing right now. Hey, hey, thank you for your service, Ruben, but somehow when I hear you stress twice in the span of five seconds that you're a Marine, look, I don't doubt you're tough. But for some reason, I start to hear Gomer Pyle, USMC. Ruben Gallego, USMC, DEM. He's a tough Marine. 
and he wants to take down a lady senator. More from Rubin. He says, nah, 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 this whole independent thing didn't take me by surprise. Cut three. Look, she claims to be independent. That's not the case. The case is that she can't win a primary against me, uh, and this is her only option. And more importantly, uh, you know, she really has just abandoned the, the values of Arizona. Uh, and her being independent has nothing to do with the values of Arizona. It just means that she has an easier time to run, and she could go and talk to her friends in Wall Street and, and the pharma companies. But at the end of the day, she long ago abandoned Arizona when it comes to representing their values. Well, isn't that something? You hear that little slam about the dough she raised? Now, let, let me just let me explain something to you. The late, great Bruce Merrill, who taught political communications over at ASU which, of course, stands for USA Backwards there in Tempe. At any rate, Bruce was very nice to me. At one point, I almost went back to grad school because undergraduate at NC State, a double major in speech, communication, and political science. Boom, a master's in political communications could have been interesting, but I decided to uh, to learn by doing, as it turned out. Still, Bruce, a very great guy, and what he explained to me is, if you want to run for public office, you got to raise some J-A-C-K. Kirsten Cinema is an incumbent. Kirsten Cinema is making the rounds, raising the dough, and she's doing it in a way, now understand... That the Senate Democrat leader, that would be Chuckles Schumer, as I used to call him down in the House gym uh, when he was a member of the House. And later, we, before the Senate got a gym, they'd still hang out in the House gym. So Chuckles would come over. Don't you understand that Chuckles routinely takes a big old sack, metaphorically speaking. He takes it down there to Wall Street and all the venture capitalists fill it up. And Kirsten Cinema, $1.5 million for the carried interest provision when she voted for that crazy uh, bill on inflation. You know the goofy name thing. I'll look it up in a second. You know what I'm talking about. She said, I'll vote for it if we get the carried interest exemption for venture capitalists. She did, and as Paul Harvey might say, no known connection but her war chest <laughs> went up by $1.5 million. Now, old Rubin is going to try to say, you see, she doesn't care about Arizona. Memo to Rubin. You, you better just dress up in the camo again and come out that, that you're a rock-tough Marine and all that that entails and hope hecklers don't show up playing the theme to Gomer Pyle. But when you come out and do this, Rubin... You better understand, <laughs> you're going to have to raise some jack. Now, there are a whole lot of leftists, and there are a whole lot of eccentric leftist millionaires out there. And there are some folks who aren't leftists, but how can I put this politely for this program? Uh, I know it's a family show. This is not a dirty word, but it's an apt description. You know, and I know about open border pimps. They live here in Arizona. Some of them claim to be conservative Republicans. And as we had a call from our buddy up in Minnesota, what a heartwarming reunion, great guy, ran for the state Senate up there listening to our streaming audio. The fact is, if you don't have the dough, 
you're not going to get there. And the other thing is that the dough belongs. There's one surviving Koch brother. And you can forget the old days when Harry Reid, rest his soul, would go to the Senate floor saying, Ah, oh, these Koch brothers, they fund everything on the right. They're the money for these guys. And, and they tried, uh, Harry Reid and other Democrats tried to George Soros-ize the Koch brothers. And I thought that was kind of rhetorical strategy and just kind of so much political hoo But then I started to take a look. And the vertical integration of grassroots conservative organizations, well, they were funded by the Koch brothers. But here's the big difference. A couple of years ago, the Koch brothers said, either you come with us on amnesty for illegal aliens or there's nothing's going to happen to you. No, no checks for you. We don't care what you do about uh, lowering taxes. We want that cheap labor. And that's just the fact. And so there's Kirsten Cinema working with Tom Tillis of North Carolina. Tom Tillis, you know, the, the late, great Mel Tillis had a speech impediment. He would play it up. He was a great country singer. And, of course, he never studied, uh, stuttered on his recordings. Great singer, great talent. Well, Tom Tillis ain't a talented guy. He is stuck in a time warp with some of those open-border enthusiasts, and yes, I will name names like George W. Bush and Karl Rove and that whole crew, and they're still pushing this garbage. So there is Tom Tillis, along with Kirsten Cinema. They are like a pair of over-caffeinated elves surrounded by empty Red Bull cans hurriedly cobbling together this legislation for amnesty. Now, will it get sidetracked? Maybe. But understand, there are, what, a half dozen Republican retirees from the Senate? A lot of these guys looking for lobbying gigs? Let me tell you, a whole lot of them, if they haven't been already, look for them to turn open border pimps. You heard it here. Because J.D.'s been there, seen that. And I know what's going on. When we come back, more insights into this cinematic change in the Senate. It's J.D. for Seth, 602-508-0960. Well, sundown comes earlier now, right? Winter solstice coming in just a couple of days Five minutes till four, after the news at four, more of uh, the inside story from the House Republican Conference there on Capitol Hill, as uh, our old buddy Andy Biggs is still talking big about becoming Speaker. But right now, let me get back to uh, to this whole uh, amnesty thing. Now, what you're going to hear from Kirsten Cinema and Tom Tillis is, oh, this is just for the dreamers. Let me tell you something. Enforcing that thing is an absolute nightmare because the loophole is all you got to say is, hey, you know, my parents brought me here when I was a little kid. And that may be true in some cases. But here's a way I'd solve that. I'd simply say, "Okay, whatever kind of money we're giving Mexico, we're going to give that to the so-called dreamers 
And uh, we're going to give that to them as a farewell gift so they can repatriate and get to know their country. And if the the president of Mexico wants to make them uh, uh, hemispheric scholars and send them back, well, maybe with some sort of special educational visa, but they're not coming back to be an American citizens. You see, there are laws on the books, which is why I wrote way back in 2006 the Enforcement First Act. Because any new law, if you're not enforcing what's on the books right now, what makes you think people are going to obey any new laws? So this amnesty scam is coming. And meantime, on Monday, on the 21st, is that Monday? I'm getting my dates mixed up. Anyway, next week, Title 42 is lifted. The thing that was keeping all the illegals out because of COVID and all the pandemic hoo that goes away. December 21st, the crowd trying to get through in El Paso from Ciudad Juarez is huge. There is an absolute mess there. It is an invasion. I said it was an invasion in my book that I wrote in 2006. I wish I had been wrong. But everything is coming to pass. Now, just one more thing. For the frosted flakes of the world, the the Romneys and the Jeff Flakes and the, the guys at the Wall Street Journal editorial page, the Open Borders guys, they're saying, hey... It, it's it's market conditions. You let these folks in, it's just responding to the market. It's a free market. No, it's not the free market. It's a market distortion. When you bring in huge numbers of illegals, it depresses wages for the law-abiding. And a couple other things to remember about this. Border security is national security. You neglect it at your own peril, and the folks coming in down there in El Paso, they're not from Mexico. They're from all around the world, including the Middle East and China. Keep that in mind. Hour two is ahead. It's J.D. for Seth on AM 960 The Patriot. Please stay tuned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.